Step back three on the way. And he's got another one. Jamal Murray. And they want to post up to Joker. They want to take advantage of this matchup. Don't we see that at least once a game from Jokic to someone? Outside Jokic for the lead. Have you been in these sessions before? I've said this like 10 times. And I'm not writing your article for you. Ask one of your colleagues. He's magnificent. It's winner go home. Three points. And Bobo, hey, hey I'll tell you, young fella, don't go chasing waterfalls right there. Yeah, thank you, whoever did this. What is going on, everybody? It is Anilo Piro of Mile High Sports, and I am back at it again with the latest installments of the Denver Nuggets podcast right here on the Mile High Sports Podcasting Network. Hope everybody is doing well here on this Friday afternoon. Denver coming off a tough loss last night to the Los Angeles Lakers, and that's where we're going to center on in for today's podcast. Denver really just uh, not performing well in the second quarter, or the second half, excuse me, as LeBron James ends up cruising to a victory with the Lakers behind a triple-double effort from LBJ, the king himself. So, back to square one in, in a way with the Denver Nuggets. You know, I really thought they were going to be able to get the dub last night and they were really looking good in that first that first half against the Lakers before things fell apart. So we'll dive into it uh, in this installment of the Denver Nuggets podcast. If you guys want to give me a follow on social media, you can do so at Media by AP on Instagram and Twitter, guys. I'll uh, be kind of trying to keep you updated on both of those platforms as soon as I get back from Las Vegas. But I did bet on the game last night. I'm here at the uh, Westgate in Las Vegas at the Superbook. And uh, I was betting on the game last night. And I really thought I was going to have a winning ticket. And unfortunately, that ticket did not cash. uh, Not even close, really, in the second half. It was looking good there for the first quarter, quarter and a half, two quarters. And uh, things really just deteriorated rather quickly uh, for the Nuggets in the second half. So, hey, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes in the sports betting world. But, you know, we don't have to talk about the betting here. Let's just talk about this game from a general perspective and what this means for the Nuggets. And I think it's really it's a disappointing loss, and we'll obviously hear from head coach Michael Malone and Jamal Murray here. They had some really insightful things to say, specifically head coach Michael Malone about the third quarter. Um, but there, there's a couple of takeaways that I have from this loss. And the first one, let's start with, Jokic didn't have a great game. You know, he had a double-double, but only 13 points last night, so his presence wasn't necessarily felt on the offensive end of the floor. And now this begs the question of, you know, what happens when Jokic doesn't have his A game every night? Because he he was okay. He was good last night, but he was not the elite MVP uh, player that we've been seeing throughout the early portion of this season. And Jamal Murray put up 20 points last night against the Lakers, but that wasn't enough. And again, this kind of links back to the loss of depth on the bench guys like Mason Plumley in particular Jeremy Grant is another guy who you know Denver was able to kind of turn to for a lot of offense Monte Morris was all right last night Will Barton only nine points so you know the Nuggets kind of in this weird situation where you know they they kind of need to get this figured out in regards to how they're going to be able to compensate for if Nikola Jokic doesn't have his a game night in night out so it's it's an unfortunate situation but one that I think Denver is going to absolutely need to over, overcome if they're serious about, you know, wanting to compete in the Western Conference and trying to get back to a conference finals and con- competing for, you know, an NBA championship because teams like the Lakers, the Clippers, you know, they have the ability to keep games close with the second unit even when they're when their star players aren't on and, you know, kind of weather the storm until LeBron, AD, the rest of the boys can kind of get going. 
We saw that last night as the Lakers were able to kind of keep it within punching distance in the first half and then kind of, you know, took over there in the second half. So that's that's my first talking point. And Doug Ottawell wrote a fantastic column about it for uh, MileHighSports.com this morning, which you should check out if you haven't already, kind of talking about how, you know, just how some of the offseason moved this off, you know, that, that occurred, you know, about six, seven months ago. You know, they really have it really significantly impacted this team in a negative way early on this season. So, you know, go ahead and read that call on MyLifeSports.com. He does a good job kind of agreeing with him here on a lot of these points because I think last night you saw the Nuggets go up against a superior opponent in the Lakers, you know, a team that they're looking up against in the uh, in the Western Conference standings, you know, a team that they're going to have to 100% get through uh, if they want to contend for a finals in the future, you know, over the next couple of seasons. And then they really kind of keeled over and fell over. Uh, in the last couple of quarters there last night so a disappointing loss for the Denver Nuggets from that perspective but also looking at it from this way you know the Nuggets I'm really disappointed because they didn't play that game Monday against Detroit so Denver had Monday Tuesday Wednesday they had three full days of rest after playing that afternoon game on Sunday so they even had Sunday evening so you know three and a half full days of rest and Denver just unable to you know kind of use that rest to their advantage and they just really like I said collapsed in the second quarter against the Lakers and I just I thought it was so disappointing and really I think it just kind of embodies the Nuggets struggles just overall this season you know maybe the Nuggets team of last year is able to kind of steal that win you know with Jeremy Cram with some of these other role players Torrey Craig you know in LA maybe catch him a little flat-footed you know yesterday Jokic doesn't have his eight game Murray's playing all right but they're still unable to get it done defensively you know it sucks it really just sucks and of course the Lakers are going to get some BS calls we saw a handful of these phony calls you know, throughout the uh, third and fourth quarter of yesterday's contest. So it is what it is. But again, I think it's a stark reminder of just how far off this Denver Nuggets team is. But let's go ahead now and uh, let's go to let's go out to the press conferences here. And we'll start with uh, Nuggets head coach Michael Malone and what he had to say following the loss and also how this team transitions now to their game against the Kings coming up here in a couple of days. And then we'll also uh, hear from Jamal Murray. But here is Denver Nuggets head coach Michael Malone. Hey, Michael, um, we, we've kind of seen this pattern before the 37 to 17 quarter in the third. Uh, what, what happened there? Yeah, they uh, they came out uh, very aggressive. Uh, as you mentioned, Mike, there's definitely been a uh, a concerning reoccurring issue for us. Probably been at least five times this season where the start of the third quarter, uh, we're just flat footed. Uh, we're not aggressive. Um we don't start running offense, the ball sticks. And ultimately in that third quarter, our turnovers fueled their break. And even it wasn't, when it wasn't a turnover of ours, uh, they just threw the ball over the top time and time again. We refused to get back in transition defense, which allowed them to score 66 in our paint and 25 in transition. So uh, really good first half, great second quarter, uh, obviously, Without a couple of healthy bodies and Faku being a uh, a scratch, um, I think our guys ran out of gas. But that's no excuse. Uh, we were awful in that second half. Ryan Blackburn, coach, how do you maintain that physicality throughout the game? Yeah, great question, Ryan. It's something that we have to figure out. Uh, you know, I thought Jamichael Green uh, starting for the first time. You know, we went with the big lineup to try and combat LeBron, AD, and uh, Gasol. I thought Jamichael was really good. Um, you know, but it's, it can't be just one guy or two guys. Foul trouble became a factor for us. But uh, we, we have rarely this season put together 48 minutes. And tonight was, an, was another example of that. 
And, you know, if you want to beat one of the better teams in the NBA on their home court, uh, you can't play a half. You can't play three quarters. You have to find a way to sustain it for as close to 48 minutes as possible. And that is, uh, I have to figure out why that continues to happen and find ways to make sure. Go to Harrison Wind. Michael, can you take anything positive away away from that first half or just with how the third and fourth quarter went? Is it kind of a moot point? All right, the second quarter was great. I mean, a defense, I think in the first quarter, they had scored 27 points, shot 55 from the field. Second quarter, we held them 19 points and I think uh, high 30s from the field. That was great, but you know, we can't be satisfied with one quarter of good basketball, uh, not if we're serious about winning and winning at a high level. Uh, and as good as that second quarter was, the third and fourth quarter were uh, just uh, not even close to being up to the standards that we're trying to set for ourselves. And I think our players get tired of hearing it, but I really don't care. I'm going to keep preaching it. Understand why you win and why you lose in this business. Pretty simple. We had gone 11 and four in the 15 games prior to tonight. We had the eight, eighth best defense in that stretch. And tonight, obviously, to give up 114, 66 in the paint, 25 in transition is, uh, is not even close to where we need to be. We'll go back to Mike Singer. Hey, Michael, uh, I'm not sure which game it was recently where you were insisting that Nikola Jokic touched the ball every single time down the court. But in the third quarter, when you say the offense stalls and the ball sticks, do you need to just reinforce that he needs to touch the ball in every possession? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's part of it, you know, but I think against this team, uh, you know, if you just rely on one person, uh, they're the best defense in the NBA. Uh, they have tremendous size and length. And they were doubling Nicola. We had some great looks behind it. Struggled to make shots, eight of 28 on the three point line. Um, but, you know, usually when Nicola touches the ball, good things do happen. Um, and he got 16 shots tonight, wasn't able to get off any threes, give credit to their defense. But um, the turnovers were my biggest concern in that third quarter. Our turnovers fueled their break and ignited their break. And as we talked about going into this, you know, there's a couple of things you can't do against this team and turning the ball over and fueling their break is, you know, number one on that list. We got time for one more. We're going to end with Emiliano Arenado. Hi coach. I have two questions for you. The first one is obviously what's Facundo Campaso's status after that injury that didn't let him get back to the court. And the second one, you faced the best defense in the league so far. You think it was the key for them to get the win tonight? Yeah, uh, Faku, you know, uh, was warming up before the game and his knee was a little bit sore. He wanted to go out there and try it, see if it warmed up. And obviously after a couple of minutes, he looked at me and says, Coach, uh, my knee doesn't feel right. So wanted to be smart, get him out of the game, get him treatment. Hopefully it's nothing long-term and we can get him back as soon as possible. Uh, you know, Faku's a warrior, and if he says he can't play, you know that his knee is really hurting. Uh, and, yeah, definitely. I mean, their defense turned it up in that second half, and we've seen it. We talked about it as a coaching staff. They have the number one defense, but throughout the game, they kind of go through some phases where you can get what you want. 
But when they decide to turn up the heat, turn up the pressure and get into you, exactly what happened tonight. They take you out of your offense, they turn you over, and they score easy points off of that. So we play them in a week at our place. And uh, my hope is that we can play a, a much more complete basketball game, a cleaner basketball game, and make them play in the half court where it's not just a track meet and they're throwing the ball over the top for easy basket after easy basket. All right, that was Denver Nuggets head coach Michael Malone following the Denver Nuggets blowout loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. Now let's go ahead and listen in to Jamal Murray's post-game press conference audio. It's pretty good insightful information here. Obviously, Murray, one of those key players for the Denver Nuggets, especially when Nicole Jokic isn't performing at his top level. Like I said, Jokic did have the double-double last night, but only 13 points offensively. Murray did do a nice job stepping up. He put up 13 points himself, but just not enough in the end as Jokic you know, was kind of off his game. So uh, let, let's go ahead here and listen to what Jamal Murray had to say after the loss last night against the Lakers. We'll start with Mike Singer. What's up, Jamal? Um, that first half, you guys were uh, sound defensively, uh, and then it kind of fell apart in the third quarter. They outscored you 37-17. to 17. Uh, What happened uh, in that third quarter when the game changed? Um, I just felt like we lost our awareness. You know, we were doing a good job on the half court, um, just keeping bodies in front and making them hit tough shots. Um, and our rotations were on point, and I just felt the third quarter, and you know, it was both the ways. Offensively, we didn't we didn't do we didn't move the ball enough. Um, we just turned. I had I had a few turnovers um, at the end of the quarter, uh, and just transition, man. They, they just they just ran us. Like I said, they just ran um, layups, layup, dunk, dunk, and we wasn't scoring the other end. So it was um, double-edged sword. Harrison Wind. Hey, Jamal, Malone was just talking about the turnovers in the third. I think as a team, you guys had six of them. Uh, and, and they are the top-ranked defense, I think, so far in the year. Was it more their defense or more just mistakes by you guys? It was all us. It was all that's why it's, That's why it's so much, like, worse than it is when, when we hurt ourselves, we beat ourselves. Um, we know we're up. We're up a half. And then um, – we just get lazy. We get lackadaisical, turn it over. We don't get back. It's all the simple stuff that we've been talking about since training camp. So it's just, you know, stuff we got to, you know, reimburse and, and uh, you know, focus more on. You know, when, when we're in the half court, we're pretty, we're pretty good, and we, and we know our spots on defense. But uh, transition is just effort and being aware, and turnover is just being aware, and, um, you know, we got to clean that up. Go to Vinny Benedetto. Yeah, Jamal. Uh, Coach Malone was pretty pleased with with what you guys did in the first half and in the, in the second quarter, especially. Is there anything you can take away from that second quarter that you guys can can use when you when you see these guys again? No, like I said, we're doing you know, in the half court. We feel comfortable. Um, you know, we know when to double. We know where to rotate. Uh, we do a good job rebounding. Um, it's just that you know the one time they beat us in, within five minutes in the third, where we just turn over, turn over, bad shot, bad shot, and. Um, that affected us, you know, so we got to find a way to, to not let that happen and, and, and better yet bounce back from it in the fourth. Um, so, uh, like I said, we'll learn from it. We'll see him in a week at our place and uh, probably better 48. We'll go back to Mike Singer. Hey, Jamal, you mentioned it, turnover, turnover, fast break. They just kept uh, coming in that third quarter. How much of that do you put on your shoulders um, specifically? I mean, I was in there for, for most of the quarter. Um, 
like I said, we had we had a good lineup out there, and you know we got the switch uh, switches we want on offense. Come down, drive, kick, you know, miss shot. Come in, and then, you know, they get a layup. Come down, drive, try to find somebody in the corner, turnover, layup. You know, it's just like, you know, if we're gonna turn over, we gotta get back. Um, you know, we we can't just you know give them buckets and and uh, I think we're gonna be okay. You know, so uh, we'll be we'll be fine. It just sucks when uh, you know it's on us more than more than them being us. We got time for one more. We're gonna finish with Harrison Wind. Jamal, when uh, they're doubling Yoke like they were um, in the second half, I think he had a couple early buckets, but then they were doubling him a lot. Is that just a situation where you guys need to make shots? And d- did you like the looks you got? And th- and they just missed. Oh, we got we got we got like I said, we got great looks. We had we was eight for twenty eight from three. I mean, uh, we we get we generate the shots we want. Uh, they double joke and we, we make them pay, but we just, you know, we didn't, we didn't convert the way we normally do. And on top of that, like I said, they just, you know, fast break transition points. It's just, uh, it's just a killer when it happens that quick. So uh, we got to be better. We'll be all right. But um, just excited to move on and see them in a week. All right. There is Denver Nuggets guard Jamal Murray following last night's loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. And we'll have to see how this all, uh, plays out now for the Denver Nuggets now at 12 and 9 on the season and it's disappointing you know like I said I think at the end of the day this was a Nuggets team that had three full days of rest following that cancellation again in that game against Detroit and you weren't able to take advantage of that as you know if you're the Nuggets and and parlay that into a competitive win over a team like the Lakers and you know I reaffirm my my commitment in the sense that if the Nuggets want to be an upper echelon team in the Western Conference, they're going to have to be able to beat teams like the Lakers, like the Clippers, on the road, or at least be competitive for four quarters on the road, you know, in the regular season. And unfortunately, we didn't see that. So Jamal Murray kind of talking about some of the Nuggets' issues, as did Michael Malone. And uh, now it's on to the next one for the Denver Nuggets. They're going to be playing Saturday against Sacramento, so that should be a good one as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, where do you go from here? Like I said, 12-9, and nine, Nuggets three games above five hundred. They're They're going to make the playoffs, right? They're probably going to be a five, six, maybe a four seed if they're lucky. And uh, I just think it's disappointing. You know, I think you expect this team to continue to kind of beat up on some of these lower seeds. But at the end of the day, when they're going to go up against the Clippers, the Lakers, you know, they buckle up. You know, I, I definitely lost a little bit of money last night betting against betting against the Nuggets, which was depressing. I should have bet them on the first half line. But um, what are you going to do? Sometimes that's the way the that's the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. I need to hit these bets tonight. I need to hit these bets bad tonight. That's what I'm thinking at this moment in time. What did I bet? Penn State. We'll see if that can redeem us from this Nuggets loss. Who knows? But, um, no, I'm out here in Vegas at the Westgate. So that's why I'm saying that. And I I do want to give a quick shout-out to our friends here at the Westgate. I know that uh, Nuggets Nation, you don't really know who these guys are. But uh, our friends here at the Superbook, uh, you guys, there's a bunch of different betting options out there in Colorado. And check out our friends over at the Superbook, guys. And uh, just a fantastic betting option for all of Nuggets fans. They're located, their brick-and-mortar location is uh, up here at the Westgate in Las Vegas, home to uh, one of the largest sports books in the world. And I've been out here doing some work for my uh, sports media company, denversportsbetting.com. And as always, if you guys are interested in the betting side of things, you can go to denversportsbetting.com and uh, check out all we have going on over there, the big game coming up this week and all that jazz. But just did want to give a quick shout-out to our friends over here at the Westgate. I'm uh, recording on my bed right now. So I uh, got to give a shout out uh, to them for taking good care of us. 
And like I said, it's unfortunate that the Nuggets weren't... I wanted to post a video of me cashing a Nuggets ticket last night. That would have been fun, right? But uh, we blew it there. And uh, like I said, I thought the first half we were looking good. And unfortunately, things just... They didn't just crumble in the second half. I mean, they just... They fell off the cliff. You know, it wasn't even competitive in the second half. So... What are you going to do? But uh, like I said, we'll see what Denver has to do from here. I think they're going to be competitive in this Western Conference. But at the end of the day, I've said it since before they got on the roll. I said it since James Harden was a rocket. You know, they're going to need to make a trade for a big-time player, in my personal opinion, if this is going to be a team that's going to ascend to the upper echelon of the Western Conference. So I'll uh, I'll stay firm in that take. Hope you bet the under this season because uh, I think it's going to be one full of disappointment when it's all said and done. Hate to say it, but I think it's just the reality of the situation. So, all right, that'll do it for me. If you guys want to follow me on social media, you can do so at Media by AP on Instagram and Twitter. I haven't been posting all that much on the gram lately, but I'll be get back in. I'll get back to posting all that after the uh, big game once I'm back in Denver. All that good stuff. But uh, yeah, again, if you're interested in the betting content, DenverSportsBetting.com. I'll be back in Denver here in a couple days. More podcasts, articles, all that good stuff at MileHighSports.com as well. But that'll do it for me, folks. Enjoy your weekend. Go Nuggets, and we'll talk to you again soon.